0: This week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. But Bill Nye is a holiday. No.
1: Yes, the entire movie. And fucking Maxwell Adams sitting there on his desk writing Catboy Bill Nye
0: purrs and rubs his cheek. With dollar signs around it because he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr sexy man Catboy Bill Nye. Oh, their Mystery Machine has a bow tie, by the way. The <laughs> Mystery Machine X has a bow tie because branding.
1: Good evening, boys and ghouls, and welcome to the Spooky Monster Cartoon Podcast.
0: <laughs> Good morning, guys, gals, and pals, and all of God's creatures, and welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan, how are you doing today? Uh, happy Halloween. Oh, yes, that's today. Th- today
1: wow. on Saturday.
0: It's Saturday, Halloween, 2022 yeah sure if you if you believe in such a a pagan holiday i'm doing spooky you can you
1: can you can decide for yourselves what that could possibly mean
0: well considering the the five minutes of you i saw struggling to and then failing to open a bag of tortilla chips opening them in reverse (laughs) trying to open the top and then they blow out the bottom (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> you push your arms together like you're playing bagpipes. But you know what else is spooky? The Scooby-Doo month is coming to an end. And that's no! pretty sad. No, That's actually quite legitimately sad because I've enjoyed this that's month. That's not really. even spooky. That's just depressing. A little bit. I've enjoyed <laughs> like, almost every like, single week of this month.
1: That didn't need a nine eleven joke. Let's what? go on. <laughs>
0: You slipped was, a 9-11 fast me? I was
1: gonna, and then you kept talking. I was gonna say that it's almost as sad as 9-11. <laughs> this, I feel like
0: we've, we we've, we've done an okay job of not devolving to 9-11 jokes.
1: Like in the you past remember, year. Remember we used
0: you, to do that. Dude, we used to name podcast episodes about the 9-11 jokes we would do on them. I think we did that Nine- twice in a row. 9 11 comedy is
1: now played out. 9 11 tragedy hadn't played out for a while. Now 9 11 comedy's played out. It's just, uh, it's just, Where we out, go from here? I think.
0: 9 11 2. Uh, porn parody. <laughs> oh, God, Rule 34.
1: You know that exists. You know there's a plane. Oh, with a and dick. It's, and
0: it's sliding right into the World Trade Center, bussy. Yeah, I know. I understand.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right between the two cheeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the the pentagussy.
1: It's happening. It's real. It's it's that, out there. That's, that's pentagussy is a sci-fi channel monster. There's no. <laughs> way.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that movie. That's the one with the superhero on the that Stan Lee show. What a layered, what a layered stupid joke that was. I don't even think Morgan understands what I'm referencing. I I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, that's fine. That's okay. It's better that way. What 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 was it? There was a show on Sci-Fi where Stan Lee would get people to be, like, superheroes. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they would star in a sci-fi movie and then disappear for the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah, and I don't... I, 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 okay, I know that show exists. I didn't get the go-between.
0: I just, I just chose to connect them, because for some reason that show this is, takes up real estate in my brain. This is getting all cut out. This That's sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> so... We mentioned last week how we were going to watch a Halloween Scooby-Doo movie, of which there are, I think, three. There's two... Well, I think now there's three that take place during Halloween, right? And originally, we didn't know which one we were going to watch. So our plan was to watch all of them and decide from there. That wound up not being necessary. Because <laughs> we sat down and we watched Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo. And and it, it was a ringer. Maybe... I don't know when Morgan made the decision, but I know I made the decision about twenty to thirty minutes in. Of, oh no, this is this is the winner. We can't talk about anything else. There's, I can't, I can't move from this of the shit we've seen in this movie.
1: It's um, I, I, we said the word deranged a lot. I feel like while we were watching it was the was the adjective was our adjective of choice.
0: I don't want to blow our load super hard. But I think we've been pretty good and consistent in not overhyping how wacky some of these movies have been, right? Scooby and the Boo Brothers, I called Schizophrenic a bunch. I stand by that. That movie just doesn't know what it's doing any point in the, in, in the day. Um, Return to Zombie Island, I don't think we over-exaggerated the qualities of that movie. That was just a pretty solid movie with a, a little bit of some zaniness in it, right? Daphne and, and Velma was never, awful. You,
1: and you've never heard of that, so you can't even disprove that if you, you don't even know how well we represented it
0: yeah um so when we say that this movie is deranged psychotic psychopathic and downright criminal (laughs) i want that to be expressed that we're not over exaggerating and if i give you a name just a name attached to this movie (laughs) i think you'll understand why Happy Halloween, Scooby-Doo! 2020's direct-to-DVD Scooby-Doo movie of that year, released October 6th, directed and written by Maxwell Adams. That's right. You may recall that name. You
1: may not even know, but it's imprinted in your mind. There's no way you haven't seen the logo at the end
0: of every Billion Mandy episode. Yeah, we haven't really referenced any directors or writers specifically in any of the movies this month because, because they weren't directed by Maxwell Adams. The creator of the Group adventure, Billy and Mandy. Were they all not for sure? I could double check. Um, if you want to run on the idea that Daphne and Velma was in any way touched by Maxwell Adams, then you go for it. I think there would have been a lot more pumpkin murder, though. With it. Um, you may also know, because I didn't know this, Maxwell Adams uh, has also in his career worked on Cow and Chicken, I Am Weasel, and Chowder. I didn't know any of that until I looked it up. Most oh, did. did uh, I. Boarding, some artistry, some writing, that sort of thing. None,
1: uh, Cow and chicken is the most interesting to me. Uh, well, I guess that that would have only have been like like five or six years before, maybe even
0: shorter. Maybe yeah, I'm if over. you're, if you, uh, I mean, that's one of those things where you separate cartoons in your brain via timelines, and the fact yeah. that Cow and Chicken is kind of really close to Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy because that started as Evil, um, uh, Grim and, uh, and Evil, yeah, which was like early. Early 2000s, I think.
1: <laughs>. Is, uh, yeah, it might have even been 99, 2000.
0: That's messed up. That's really messed up because that is not a ninety show. Okay, wait, let's look it up. Let's look it up. Evil. God, it only got 27 episodes. 2001. 2001. August 21st, 24th, 2001. So for me, and if you watch this movie... I think it's hard not to be curious about the production of this movie because it is, excuse my language, absolutely nutso You Okay, you're taking it back, I
1: see. Fuck you taking you're it sta- back. It was mine all you're along. St- you're staking your claim. We had a situation oh, wherein one of us used the term nutso-butso. The other challenged the one who did Jesse challenged me.
0: <laughs> I, I said, I said <laughs> Morgan, you stole that from me. I told him that directly. I
1: fucking don't recall a single second of my life where you've said not so but so I came up with that on the spot and I'm proud of it And you try to take everything good in my life away from me I think right. I said it in a podcast episode even
0: Yeah, well, re- listen to him back Jesse, prove it You're Do right, it. one of us has to listen to the podcast after we record it And sure, shit, not you Now, I only had so much time to scour the internet, and so I come to you with the scraps of of details and information, but a lot of it's very interesting to me. Now, true believers may remember a whopping two episodes ago when we watched Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island, uh, which comparisons to that movie will come up a lot in this episode. Uh, That movie was released as the 50th anniversary uh, movie for Scooby-Doo, right? Yes, I recall. Turns out... It turns out that wasn't always the plan. There oh. were actually 3 Scooby-Doo movies planned for the anniversary year because Warner are psychopaths. The first being the curse of, uh the curse of the 13th ghost, the second being Return to Zombie Island, and the third being Happy Halloween Scooby-Doo. This was meant to release in 2019. Oh. Okay. Did 13th Go- uh, the curse of the 13th ghost come out? That came out in January of 2019. Okay. So January 2019 was the Curse um, September of 2019, or no, early October of 2019 was Return to Zombie Island. Happy Halloween was, I guess, supposed to release or closer to Halloween, but it wound up getting delayed in 2020. And they actually, the, the movie was apparently finished in January 2020. They just held on to it until October. Unfortunately, a few, uh, a, a slight series of unfortunate events happened in 2020, so certain parts of this movie might not seem. Like they fit with the exact time because Scooby-Doo tries to be in current time, modern day, that sort of thing. And they couldn't quite replicate the state of the world in 2020. Um, the little, little fucking I lukies. don't know. There was a little bit of chaos. A little little oopsily doopsilys, I think. You know? Some, some collateral damage. <laughs> so Maxwell Adams said of writing this movie that he just binged a shitload of Scooby-Doo prior to writing it specifically naming Mystery Inc., which is probably the most critically acclaimed series, and yeah. Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which was the currently running series at the time. And I think you can see both of those influences a lot in this movie. Um, but ultimately, Adam says, oh, there is no canon to Scooby-Doo, so I'm going to assume so all of it's true. <laughs> and he just kind of goes whole hog in this movie with just weird references, with very strange characterizations in certain ways.
1: Yeah. Um, i mentioned in another episode that uh, Scooby-Doo can kind of be separated into eras and in like batches of movies where characters are more, uh, have more specific traits than in other series, right? Or uh, Around other times. And I said that there was this like batch after Mystery Inc. that had a very similar vibe with all of them. Hmm. Uh, this one should have came out around that time because it because like, um, Return to Zombie Island was like that, but this movie kind of fucking
0: wild, just like hard lefts into its own thing. Oh yeah, especially when you consider there are certain parts of this movie that tries to keep canon with the prior few movies with Curse of the Thirteenth Ghost and uh, Return to Zombie Island. But for the most part, it doesn't give a fuck. It just does not care. Um, now, on the top of characterizations, I, I shit you not, Morgan. Morgan, look at me. I yes. shit you not. Maxwell Adams, after watching specifically *Be Cool, Scooby-Doo* and *Mr. Ink* and whatever else he watched, determined, "Oh, Daphne's on the spectrum." <laughs> <laughs> that is no shit what that is no shit the conclusion he came to and that's what why daphne is written that? the way she is written in this movie but
1: wait what do you mean by that what how do you derive that okay be cool scooby-doo might be like what happened in what happened in mystery Inc. that would have made him think that she's just kind of insanely down bad for unrequited love
0: from fred right Hyperfixation, maybe i maybe and then I don't know how familiar how familiar you are with *Be Cool, Scooby-Doo*, but in that no. in that uh, series, she has this kind of weird obsession with puppets. She will constantly do puppet gag where she'll pull out her friends as puppets and act as them as puppet versions of themselves with puppets on her hands and feet sometimes. That, that's fucking insane. That's and, not very. I could see how watching
1: that one might get the impression. Uh huh. But to think that Maxwell Adams doesn't like hasn't at least caught original episodes of Scooby-Doo is kind of insane. I'm sure he's watched original Scooby-Doo. I don't know why... If he watched both of these, he would choose... Well, that must be the more
0: core... We're getting to the core. Maybe that's just the more interesting version of Daphne. Well, he he explicitly says... I'm getting all this information from... Um, there's a podcast with Maxwell Adams. Uh, the Pizza Party podcast, episode 149. Which you can find probably wherever podcasts are or on Rebel Taxi's YouTube channel. And he met someone... Asks him, hey, some of these characterizations remind me of this or that. And he just goes, yeah, Daphne was kind of just a nothing boring character to me. And so as I looked into her, I found, well, she's a damsel. And she's kind of weird in this new series. So I assume she's <laughs> on the spectrum. <laughs> and that, okay, that explains a lot of her in this movie.
1: <laughs> yes. So what happens in this
0: movie? Let's get into it. All right. Um, hey, remember... Return to Zombie Island, where there was this weird kind, like almost borderline unnecessary Elvira cameo. Yeah, yeah, I do. She signed some kind of fucking deal here, really. Because <laughs> this, so Maxwell Adams actually had a very much free reign in writing this movie, he wasn't he had didn't have very much of a leash. He was given, like, it seems that way, he, he, yeah, it seems like, like there was chart. very
1: little overhead,
0: but. There were two specific things that the studio told him had to be in the movie. A, it has to be a Halloween movie. And B, Elvira has to be in it. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, there's a third one. It ha- the, the ultimate villain of the movie had to be a certain character. That's it for what the studio told him.
1: Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. That's um, our, the pieces are coming together of this mystery. And I
0: guess the one other thing that the studio had to rein him back a little bit on was he actually wanted more guest stars in this and when we get to who the guest characters are it's insane and i can't imagine a human being picking these characters out of the blue but he also wanted Marilyn manson and or pamela anderson in this movie wow but they pamela w- manderson they were rejected because they weren't seen as appropriate for the target audience by warner
1: elvira is um over
0: pamela anderson really uh- Listen, I don't. I don't know what the deal is they're with Elvira.
1: Both, they're both kind of sex symbols, and this is before everybody hated Marilyn Manson,
0: right? Twenty uh, was it written in twenty nineteen. Kind of close. Kind of real close. I mean, if you were to if you were to ask me, do
1: you th- do I think Maxwell Adams is a Marilyn Manson fan? Of course, I'm going to say yes. It, fit, it so he's, It's sense. gothic.
0: It fits. Yeah. So Elvira. Yeah, Elvira is begins. In it. With an Elvira Appreciation Halloween Parade. Is it is it specifically for Elvira,
1: or is it just a parade that's happening around Elvira? Well, she's, she's the Grand
0: Marshal, isn't she? She's the Grand Marshal, yeah. So my assumption she's, is that it's... She's the Grandma Shell. Uh, grandma Shell. What, yeah. Morgan? Grandma Shell.
1: Well, I, I don't know. Just Grandma. She's old. Damn. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying words and patterns in my autistic brain, I don't know.
0: Can you relate to Daphne? I could fix her. I can put that puzzle piece back in its place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so anyways. So I the... can put
1: that puzzle piece back in its <laughs> place. <laughs> I'm so happy you finally got there. <laughs> I'm a little bit high, so that it, like took a second
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good joke oh,
1: fuck. you're um, the missing piece to my autistic puzzle,
0: yeah, girl, yeah, <laughs> missing girl. autistic
1: puzzle piece to my autistic puzzle,
0: okay. So there's a parade on the spectrum guys It's fine <laughs> There's a parade Oh Morgan's coming out It's very, it's very kind of him To yeah. do so on this podcast Oh
1: they should know by now I'm on a cartoon podcast Hey wait a minute <laughs> Get
0: tested Jesse Fuck Not again It's contagious <laughs> After that last After last night Um It's a parade There's a goddamn parade Fuck <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking parade. And yeah. Mystery Inc. is doing uh, recon on the parade because I don't remember exactly why. They just assume that some shit's going to happen.
1: They're, they're balls deep in a mystery. They're, they're, oh my fucking Christ. They're in Mystery Res Again.
0: Again. We're three for four on that joke. That's pretty good. Maybe we can retroactively go back and, uh, and change the Boo, Boo Brothers episode. There's this D and D podcast where at the end of their arc they
1: get a time travel item, and and they the, the players pre-recorded a bit where they go back to their old selves and do it and reveal that to the DM that that's what that where he chose to go back in time to give themselves an item way earlier in the story. And they pre-recorded it, and then told him that, and then they told him to go back and listen to the episode where we jumped to, and now it's retroactively, for the rest of time, got that time travel bit. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> Which is genius. So, uh, Fred's on a float. I don't remember what Daphne's doing. Daphne and Belmer are by the Mister machine, just kind of getting things ready, and that's Fred Fred has a, his phone out with his Mystery tracking app, and it pointed yeah. towards a building. And He goes, ah, there's a mystery that way. And then uh, the building fucking explodes, and out M- Morgan, who comes out? Um, the Pumpkin King from uh from Grim Adventures of Billy and
1: Mandy. That's,
0: that's yeah. It, it looks a lot like the the um. What was his actual name? Was it just the Pumpkin King? Or was it like yeah, yeah. Jack. It was Jack the Pumpkin King. Yeah, it looks like Jack the Pumpkin King. And that's pretty rad because I'm just like, oh, sick! Billy and Mandy Scooby Doo crossover, that rules, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um and then
1: there's there are multiple um, nods to Billy and Mandy in this movie. There, there's a couple.
0: Yeah, uh, and then Jack the Pumpkin King rips off his mask to reveal another mask. Morgan, who is under this mask?
1: Well, they capture him first. They no, he takes off the pumpkin
0: first. part, doesn't? It? Or that's right. That's
1: right. There is no. A thing. You you messed it up, bro. You messed it up. Boo. So they. So he's on a glider, getting carried around by some drones, and he's also got a bunch of drones dropping purple orbs and smoke
0: everywhere. And he's got these um, sigma balls.
1: Yeah, that are just kind of going around and. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy are in the Mystery Machine at this point, and uh, eating Scooby Snacks. And by the way, out of the four Scooby Doo movies we watched in a row, this is the first one to have Scooby Snacks,
0: which is wild, statistically improbable. And they also kind of give weird lore to Scooby Snacks, but we'll get there. So, uh, so this is so, where- so so
1: they're in the they're in the Mystery Machine. And uh, they decide, during this actual factual terrorist attack, where explosions yeah. are happening all around, people are screaming. Uh-huh. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby are going to lock themselves in the mystery machine and vo- and pretend it's not happening. While we see their friends like grabbing on the window like, God, help us, let us in. And get dragged off screen and run away from explosions.
0: Like, literal, <laughs> I-, I cannot stress enough how much this is just straight up a terrorist bombing. This is Jack Jack the Pumpkin King or whatever is throwing actual factual bombs. People are screaming and crying and there is chaos in the streets. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Velma and Daphne have picked up arms. They've taken oh, yeah. up arms for which to fight. Oh yeah. Velma pulls out a fucking foothold crossbow. <laughs> and starts loading it like, Come on, shaggy Scooby, come on, get out of there, you little scamps
1: yeah and she fires it in the in the fucking bolt splits into four smaller bolts and pins the uh uh pumpkin King Jack to a tree
0: by the capes. <laughs> Daphne's swinging around a giant axe oh yeah, I don't <laughs> know what Fred's doing at this point. he's dressed as a skeleton and will be for a majority of this movie <laughs> yes so they um, they pin Jack the pumpkin king and then Velma un unmasks him.
1: And it is motherfucking uh, uh, Professor J- Jonathan Crane from fucking
0: Batman: The Scarecrow. Not even shitting you. It's straight up, and it's not, not an allusion to. Not no, like straight up. Velma says with her words out loud, "The Scarecrow who escaped Arkham Asylum."
1: It is reestablished over and over again that uh, that the Scooby-Doo gang takes place in the DC universe. So, in spite of
0: that's that's one of those things where you just can't think about it. Cause, no, because the idea of Velma and this movie continues her sort of uh, her character from Return to Zombie Island of her being this dogmatically atheist. No supernatural things can ever possibly exist. Yeah, And that is not a thought process you can have when Gotham exists as a city. Well, no, because, well,
1: y- yeah, I guess, like, she, Dr. Fate's got to exist in that universe then, and she's got to, like, reason what Dr. Fate fucking is. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally
0: aliens, literally Superman, literally god characters. There's no, you can't, you can't be Velma in that universe, you simply cannot be. So, they capture Jonathan Crane, and then our our favorite sheriff comes by. It's the same sheriff from Return to Zombie Island, and he goes, book -book the the scarecrow, and you kids get out of here and leave it to professionals, despite the fact that they're the ones who captured the fucking guy.
1: Yeah, so this sheriff, if you recall from the uh, Return to Zombie Island, was kind of a dick at the end of the movie.
0: He was a dick all throughout. He seems very intent on just getting these kids to stop mystery solving. We're not really told why in Zombie Island, he's just kind of fucking there he's just doing it like an asshole i don't know this will not come up again so the team decides well we solved this mystery pretty early so i guess we can celebrate they scooby and shaggy (laughs) this is a weird scene scooby and shaggy if, we're, if we take a minute to remember things,
1: it's because this, so much happened at such a higher rate of speed. There's no possible
0: way we could have properly taken notes of everything. This is a very dense movie. Luckily, we might get a reprieve when we get to the 30-minute car chase scene. Which I'm not joking about. That's a thing in this movie. There's a 30-minute car chase scene. It's like wacky races. The, ma- the majority of this movie is car chase. Maxwell Adams just said, what if I did wacky races for a minute? And he did. What a king. So... Because they solved mystery as they call early, right? The night's the night isn't ruined or anything, Shaggy and Scooby decide to go trick or treating, and there's like, oh, we don't have costumes, we'll make costumes. And so they 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 eat a bunch of candy, regurgitate it onto themselves, and then put buckets on their heads? Yeah, and now they're uh fuck, what did they say
1: they were? I don't know spilt candy i think is what they said they're fucking gross is what they are and then velma astutely says why do you need more candy if you just spilled all the candy why didn't you just eat the candy you had instead of spilling it all over yourself so you could trick or treat for more candy and they're just like cope seeth (laughs) mauled. and they run off into the distance (laughs) into the middle distance um, at which point Velma uh, Daphne, oh my
0: God, you got me
1: doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah, buddy. You see? see, the
1: entire time we watched the movie, Jesse kept referring to Velma as Daphne and
0: Daphne to Velma. And also, I said like Delma and Vaphne once. You t- <laughs> Daphne. Last week, Vel- Last week hurt me a little bit. I gotta be real with you. Yeah. So. Oh, all the Daphne, we haven't we haven't brought up Daphne's um way of speaking? Oh yeah.
1: She while they were explaining to to uh, Scarecrow how they uh defeated him. Fred's there over there. This is for a Gen Z audience. Fred is live facebooking it or something or uh TikTok. What do kids do? <laughs> um and de- and as Velma's describing, "Oh, this is why you did this and this is how we knew this." And the Velma's like, "Yeah, word up," nope, after definitely. everyone. Is it
0: again. <laughs> There's only two girls on this team, and we're, we're and we're subbing them in and out like they're the Lakers. So yeah, Zelma's so doing all the Daphne, explanations.
1: Yeah, and Daphne is going word up. Um and basic. Fucking, yeah, it's mic so drop. And she's really annoying. Oh, my the God. first when, impression we get is she's really annoying. When Shaggy
0: and Scooby lock themselves in the car, Daphne literally goes, I think her first line in the movie literally bangs on the door and goes, are you guys serial right now? <laughs> she does say, are you guys serial? And and now that we understand Maxwell Adams' intent, I think it's, it's more readable. But yes. on initial viewing, you're just going, what the fuck is Daphne saying?
1: And anyways, uh, Jonathan Crane says, like, oh, you, uh, I don't know about all this mystery. Maybe you didn't solve it so good. Yeah, And then they drive away with Jonathan Crane. And um, then he's
0: gone from the movie. Back to
1: Arkham. Yes. Uh, so that was his cameo. Um, we remember Elvira was there. So Daphne goes over to her and, like, like really creepily fangirls over her. Daphne uh, sets the simp gauge job. to warp drive. She, which Elvira? Come on, it's 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 relatable. She's
0: sixty-eight she, in this movie.
1: Yeah, and Daphne's probably like Daphne can not, like if you want to take her age of her airing on TV first to today, she's probably about the same age, if not older. Daphne
0: is either sixty or sixteen. It's unclear. Flip a coin. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> edit that out. Uh, <laughs> um
0: He says to himself. So
1: yes, so she she fangirls over her and literally begs for a job to be mentor for an internship to be Elvira.
0: Yeah, she has this it's it's kind of like a creepy stalker gimmick thing going on, but she makes it clear it's not a harmful thing. She just wants to become Elvira. And Alvira goes, "Well, there's some requirements to be uh to to work for me. Have you ever fought a bear in a circus before?"
1: And she says, uh, "Not in a circus." And blushes. And Elvira goes, "And Elvira, but that was weird. There's so much weird shit. There's so much like new grounds level. Just like say something weird, <laughs> and then move, that's the joke in it with
0: with uh, Daphne, which is weird because everyone else is written amazingly." Daphne's, I think Daphne's actions in this movie are fucking radical. She is kick ass. She's like she kind of it's kind of like the James Gunn Daphne on steroids. Where James Gunn's Daphne is literally she has a lucha libre match in the middle of that movie, right? And in this movie, oh, yeah. Daphne is like, uh, this is gonna be a weird reference. Hilda from Fire Emblem, where she's just picking up axes and being this big like presence on a, in a fight. But when she speaks. When words come out of her mouth. Did you play Fire Emblem? No, but Hilda fan fandom has made it to me. So Shaggy and Scooby uh, go off on a dumb adventure and they find a toxic waste truck seeping yeah. into. <laughs> <the> sca- <laughs> this is. This. Seeping this is... into Scarecrow's fear toxin drone this is... that crashed there, seeping into a pumpkin patch.
1: This is a pretty unlikely chain of events. It seems,
0: it seems unlikely it seems a bit that this put would on.
1: happen by chance. It's a bit put on. Yeah. So uh, the, toxic, the toxic waste makes it to the pumpkins and the pumpkins start to transform. And, to, and this is the... I don't know why they choose this term. They're not really dog-like at all. They call them jackal
0: lanterns. That was written on a page. And someone said, make this work. Here's the thing. That's a really cool name.
1: I like that conceptually for like a Halloween hound, like some kind of Cerberus
0: type thing. Like some with, kind of uh, Airbud thing. It
1: should it's yeah, some kind of airbud thing. It should be cooler than that. Yeah, these uh, are than, literally the just pumpkins, pumpkins with it's faces kind of a, and sometimes legs. It's kind of a really cool name wasted on uh on on this character. Yeah. This this creature.
0: So Shaggy and Scooby get freaked out as you as you do. Run back mm-hmm. At this point, Velma is trying to, like, hit big time or something, and she's giving an interview to... (laughs) What the fuck was this stupid character? This, like, this news anchor from Newsy McNewsface. Yes. There's so many weird references in this movie. It's so Gen Z. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. That joke is... I don't even think that's a 2019-2020 joke. I feel like it's older, but go on.
1: And, uh, like, Velma's like, oh shit, we can grow our brand. And then and learn. so she's about so she's about to uh, give a good interview to increase a rep. And then Shaggy and Scooby come in covered in vomit candy and scream about how pumpkins came to life and uh, attack them. And Velma <laughs> is so embarrassed. And mad, is like, you guys just ruined this interview and you spent an entire terrorist attack locked in a car instead of helping us. I feel and, like...
0: And, and she's got a really good point by now. <laughs> I feel like this this must be the biggest sense of uh, release since Return to Zombie Island, where Shaggy and Scooby are dickheads. They deserve to be called out in that movie. They weren't, and so they get it in this movie, and I'm kind of okay with it. It's a bit extreme, yeah. but fuck these two dorks.
1: Um... So, also during that, uh, the uh, terrorist attack, the, the mystery
0: machine got fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, the mystery machine went through some shit. Fred is devastated. And, well, hey, someone she- down the, just down the street heard, oh, the, the Mystery Inc. needs a new van. I got the hookup. Well, well, Fred actually like he goes up to the the tow truck
1: that he's got it on. Oh my god! And he's ca- he's caressing the mystery machine. He's like he's listening to it. She, she says she's gonna be okay.
0: <laughs> he's literally. This is a trait they keep, and it's great. I love Fred. I love this version of Fred so he verbat- much. Never change. He verbatim calls it my love later in the movie. Yeah. There, there are literal scenes where he's simping over the mystery machine, and Daphne is actually... I made this joke, I think, in Return to Zombie Island. Daphne doesn't really react to it very much. In this movie, Daphne does react to it.
1: That it's weird that, they, that this is the movie,
0: this Maxwell Adams one is the one where, he, where he's pushing the da, uh, Fred X Daphne. Bro, with these movies that we've watched this month, you could have forgotten that ever happened. Or was ever a thing. So... Yeah. Uh, what's your
1: favorite name for the fred x daphne ship is it uh uh or is it dread um it's non-canon no
0: no that's what it is sometimes it's canon no not enough fred x mystery machine for life and daphne x elvira i guess
1: yeah, that's a good ship. That's a strong ship in this movie.
0: So, like I said, someone down the street, someone down the lane, some friendly, friendly, helpful stranger down the lane hears that the Mystery Machine is fucked and Velma gets a call in her cell phone from Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, yeah.
1: And he says, I got a present for you and drops in a brand new fucking Iron Man unfolding uh, Mystery Machine. The Mystery
0: Machine X. Throw up the X. That's a straight edge mystery machine, and Fred is not having it. Fred hates this thing, on it, sight. It,
1: it's 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 really funny. So they they go inside, and and ben was like, "Wow, this thing has everything." And Fred <laughs> says, "I shit you not, except the soul."
0: <laughs> He's such. I love this version of Fred so much, dude. <laughs> oh god what happens next um I think there's so it's it's a pretty long scene of Bill Nye explaining the ins and outs of the Mr. Machine Fred's having none of it and yeah
1: wait was there something funny about like how they received the call from Bill Nye I think it was just funny out of context that they just got a phone call and then they just answered it it's Bill Nye
0: yeah it sounds like it's from a uh what's what's the the show like scooby-doo theater or whatever the fuck and then Uh, who what's there's so many goddamn scooby-doo shows there's like two different guest ones so there's this one
1: so this is clearly like inspired by the scooby-doo guess who or is like a part of that show Uh this movie where they and i think it's one of the best scooby-doos where every episode they just have a different guest star up to and including themselves Yep, they're voice actors. And in that episode, every single one of their voice actors is the villain. (laughs) It's It's like one of five different, it's an ensemble villain uh, episode.
0: On some always sunny shit. So, I think at this point, the jack-o'-lanterns have more or less made it into town. Um, I think this is also a little bit where Daphne has to clean Shaggy and Scooby off. And I don't know if you remember this, but Daphne just starts singing a weird song. Doing this?
1: Yeah, she does. And, Th- it's, and it's really awkward. This
0: song was ad-libbed by Gray Griffin. Really? Com- completely ad-libbed. And they kept it for some reason? That's so crazy. That's so crazy to think about. Because it's such a weird
1: song. It's such a weird moment. And it <laughs> felt like... And it like really solidifies Daphne being autistic. <laughs>
0: but- I was hoping they would like... Because this is... One of very few scenes where it's Daphne, Shaggy, and Scooby. And I was really hoping they would have scenes like, Hey, remember the time I wore a red shirt and we solved mysteries together, just the three of us, and also a mysterious smaller dog who we don't talk about anymore? But they don't. Shaggy, that was all one of your twisted dream fantasies. (laughs) Oh, zoinks, I have a lot of those. (laughs) The, The dog doesn't talk, Shaggy. How many times do we have to tell you? Shaggy does hate talking animals. So... This is about where uh, the jackal lanterns start kidnapping people from the town, and Velma and Fred have to investigate. I kind of like the pairing offs in this movie too. The Velma and Fred have to. There's investigate. a
1: lot of. There is a lot of Daphne.
0: Morgan. Morgan. Okay. Not like this.
1: There's a lot of Velma, Fred scenes.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's nice. a. It's a night. Nice, it's a fun. Dynamic fresh that air. isn't explored a whole lot. Yeah. So they both get to witness with their own eyeballs, their jack-o'-lanterns. And Fred goes, oh, G- oh, Jesus Christ, we gotta go. We gotta save her. We gotta go. We gotta do something. And Velma's just literally standing there going, no, that's stupid. That's stupid. Just looking at these, these pumpkin mutants and going, that's dumb. She's not having it. Yeah. So they escape and I think this is about yeah so this is where the movie starts going fucking buck wild at 100 miles an hour quite literally in many cars So the Yes so so the pumpkins
1: start coming and the gr- literal ground beneath their feet begins to crumble away
0: Yeah the, and it is such cataclysmic damage the town is broken in half it is so so cataclysmic that Morgan is like this can't be real. They're just under fear toxin, and i was, and I think we both came to the idea of that's probably true, but that would be such a lame. That's that feels lame. Yeah, but the more shit kept happening, the
1: more that could be the only truth. But we, but like, there's no accounting for Maxwell Adams so. being a
0: psychopath and saying, "Hey, I'm going to dumpster half a town in my in this Scooby Doo movie for funsies." So,
1: so the characters are split off um, in in, in uh, driving away from the scene. Uh, Fred and uh, Velma are go. together in a van. Hell yeah! Uh, Daphne and Elvira are in her her parade float, uh, her, her hearse parade float. And uh, Sco- Shaggy and Scooby are with the, the this this uh, father and son father and daughter. Uh, Duo who just happen to be characters in this movie and and they get in their station wagon and they're now a part of the ride the entire film.
0: (laughs) And when I say this, so these three groups are driving away and they're being suddenly chased by these wacky racist vehicles piloted by demon pumpkins, one of whom dressed like the Grim Reaper from Billy and Mandy, one of which looks like the house from Invader Zim, kind of. It does a little bit. It looks like the house from Invader Zim, cross between Foster's Home. Yeah, and then this the giant the Apex Pumpkin. I think they literally call it Apex. The Apex Pumpkin. No, the, the Alpha. Alpha, Alpha Pumpkin. Right. The Alpha yeah. Pumpkin is piloting the Mystery Machine as a slight to Fred, which is great. Oh,
1: it it like literally is just sitting on it, crushing it, yeah. and walking on it with like a like a skateboard
0: kind of. And so. The, the, the jack-o'-lanterns are chasing this. I am not even joking. This is a thir- This is an act of the movie, this chase scene. A full act. And it's just... It's kind of just action for most of it. Because they're trying to beat off these pumpkins, right? They're trying to, like, just get away Hell from yeah.
1: them. Hell yeah, beat off those pumpkins.
0: And it's, it's just shit like... The Mystery Machine has lasers. Or the Mystery Machine X, I should say, has laser beams. And... Uh, The the Elvira's just kicking pumpkins with her boot. Eventually, Daphne, I think, has the idea to cut the the float part off to send it flying. And she's like, do you have a a blowtorch in here? And Elvira goes, of course I have a blowtorch in here. So, uh, uh,
1: Daphne also has the idea for some reason that since uh, Elvira is the more high profile target, they should switch clothes to trick them. And it, and they do that while driving. So there's an off screen nude scene with both Elvira and Daphne.
0: Yeah, we literally just cut back and forth, and every time we cut back to Elvira and Daphne, they're wearing different parts of their clothes. At one point Daphne is wearing Elvira's corsets and Morgan yeah. Morgan kinda lost control of there's, himself.
1: There's a lot of lift in 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 the upper region Morgan, in the corset. Morgan.
0: And it was it was Daphne is either sixteen or sixty, so I don't know if you can say that.
1: I don't know. It was just like I didn't. I've never seen Daphne do that, and I'm like, "What? Well, this is kind of weird. This is kind of weird. It's, a, it's, a, it's just weird." And
0: now you're like, "Do I reject Velma? Can it be?"
1: I don't know. This. I think I have more in common with this version of Daphne than I do. With
0: what makes one. you say that? Two pieces of a puzzle. I made that joke right. <laughs> Um, there's this cute little thing too, where (laughs) Daphne's trying to cut the, the, the metal that connects the, the float with the hearse and Fred's just watching her do it. And Fred's just going, I think maybe you should, uh, maybe you should like hold it a little bit differently or point a little bit different. And Daphne just goes, don't you torch splaying at me while I'm holding a torch for you.
1: Yeah. It's like super on the nose. (laughs) You know where Maxwell Adams priorities lie. It's so weird what he's doing with this movie. He's it's it's there's some weird like Gen Z pandering, I feel like. It, it's it's I'm saying Gen Z a lot, but that's just the vibe I'm getting.
0: Is that <laughs> is that crazy? Do you do you agree with this? I, I I don't know. I know what you I think you're on the right track. I don't know if I'll call I, it Gen Z, but I don't know what it is. It's definitely it just might a be, more youthful way. It's it it reeks. It might of, be
1: influenced by be cool, Scooby Doo. It absolutely is. I don't is. know. Th-
0: um but it does reek very much, and I like Maxwell Adams, I like his writing, but it reeks highly of uh, of the boardroom trying to write as teenagers. A little bit. But it's only for, Daphne. like, specific scenes. And kind of exclusively Daphne. <laughs> Everyone else has written well. So they managed to break that off, and then that delays the jack-o'-lanterns for a while, so now we can do some ex- exposition. And this is where, specifically, Velma even says, oh... Dude, this is bullshit. We this must can't be, be real. D- none of this can be actually happening. This is, again, I cannot stress enough. Velma thinks these pumpkins are fucking dumb. And so she goes, yeah. oh, clearly we're under the influence of uh, uh, Dr. Crane's fear toxin. And Bill Nye goes, nope, I have this well, sample no. of the
1: air. Yes. And he explains while b- having a cat boy a hologram. Himself. He does
0: do that. I forgot.
1: Bill Nye's a hologram in this movie, by the
0: way. I don't think we've mentioned that. But Bill Nye is a hologram. No.
1: Yes, the entire movie, and fucking Maxwell Adams sitting there on his desk writing "Catboy Bill Nye purrs and rubs
0: his cheek with dollar signs around it because he knows." <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr sexy man Catboy Bill Nye. Oh, their Mystery Machine has a bow tie, by the way. <laughs> the Mystery Machine X has a bow tie because because branding.
1: And they're and they're like, uh, Velma says, "Like, oh, is there any scientific wisdom you can impart to us that might help?" And Bill Nye says, "If you were to stack rulers all the way from here <laughs> on Earth to the Moon, they would all float
0: away before you could measure anything substantial." <laughs> just a and and Bill's like, "I mean, like, pertinent to our current situation, Bill."
1: And Bill's like, "Fuck no."
0: No, it's just crazy, man. Y'all are on your own. I gotta go give kids tr- candy. So Velma
1: goes to her mind
0: palace. Trademark. Jot that
1: down. And Shaggy's like, you have you have a mind palace trademark. Take a shot. What? What? What is that? And I was like, my mind palace trademark. is Take where I is where I go to to uh, rationalize things out and think of things. It's my quiet, happy place. So that's like a really big character trait that Maxwell Adams wrote into Velma.
0: And it makes sense. Uh, I don't know why they're branding Mind Palace so hard because there's a scene later in this movie where I swear to God they say it six times in a row. They won't stop saying Mind Palace. Like are they about to sell a Mind Palace Lego set? I don't, what the fuck is, I don't get what the point is here. It could just be... Maxwell Adams is weird, right? You watch old Billy and Mandy, and he does do... There are bits where they just say the same words over and over again for comedy. But this never feels like it's played for comedy. It just feels like they're just saying Mind Palace over and over again. really trying to sell you on the Mind Palace.
1: So so she determines that they have to be under fear toxin. So they have to go catch up with Jonathan Crane, the scarecrow, who's in a... uh, uh, an fbi uh like uh containment yeah, unit transport, the transport a prison transport of yeah um and so they drive ahead right d- d-
0: yeah what happens is they lose bill because bill nye has to go deal with trick-or-treaters and mansplain to them aquaman
1: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that does happen bill, for, we- in the, in a big, it becomes a background bit for 30 minutes too
0: Bill leaves to give kids candy and starts explaining to them why Aquaman's powers won't work in the real world. The real world, I want to remind you, being the one of this movie where Scarecrow and, by extension, the rest of Batman lore is canon. And Bill Nye's out and here being Aquaman's like, here's where Aquaman's cannon. bullshit.
1: Aquaman's gotta be real in this universe.
0: But Bill says, d- no. That's bullshit. His powers can't work. Aquaman exists in this universe. He must. So, so they're left—they're left, they're the left alone. It's
1: very Tyson of him. They're left alone. Or Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. It,
0: it is very Neil deGrasse Tyson, yeah. They're left alone, and Velma—they just start hitting buttons or whatever, trying to figure things out. And Velma hits the eject button, which fires her out of the the, the, the van. Nicely. Into. Conveniently. Into a Modoc chair. The chair is a jet chair. Into it's it's a Modoc yeah. jetpack chair. And she ro- she we- flies that all the way to. The prison uh, transport, which and then she lasers a hole in it with the chair,
1: because Bill and I loaded that fucker with so many lasers. Oh, buddy, this thing is armed,
0: and I'm and not just talking so about Velma, the rest.
1: So Velma breaks into the uh, prison uh, transport. Well, she does
0: knock first. She does, yeah. It's very nice of her. She 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 gets in there and she goes, "I need to talk to I need to talk to Crane." And we get what is such a legitimately good scene that doesn't fit in this movie at all.
1: No, there's this, there's this like, uh, the Batman, uh, like, uh, Riddler, uh, uh Batman-esque, like, talking through the, the window to each Intentary other. stare down. Scene. Yeah, and it's really good. Crane, I'm really impressed with Maxwell Adams and how well he wrote uh scarecrow in this it's kind of crazy that someone could write um,
0: scarecrow as a good competent villain and he could actually be present scarecrow for the movie?
1: in every movie including this one God damn it. is not the real villain Man. but a pawn
0: in other in another villain's game i don't know why no one has faith in scarecrow it's so upsetting
1: he's so good he should he's gotta be top three
0: batman villains or
1: something He's
0: so up there. It literally hurts being a Batman fan. I had to live through this with Batman Begins. I had to live through this with all the Arkham games where he's in the first one and he has the best scenes. He's not in the second one at all. It's not It's not better in the comics, man. It's not. No, of course not. No one has faith in Scarecrow. I don't know why. It's, it's so, so tilting. Oh, my God. Being a Scarecrow fan is suffering. So, you – and I, I think it's obvious that you, would, you draw the parallel of this interrogation scene to a Batman, Riddler, Batman, Joker kind of thing. What pops into my mind is Silence of the Lambs.
1: I've never seen it.
0: You god, fuck me! Fuck. I, I this is what I get for bringing a, a literary reference to this podcast that isn't in a picture book format.
1: That uh, uh, I guess I uh, I gotta get the hose again.
0: Yeah, you know what? Fine, fine, more <laughs> yeah. fine.
1: By the skin of my teeth.
0: And so, and and what's. When I say this, this scene doesn't fit in the rest of the movie. It especially doesn't fit because they keep it's juxtapositioned with going back and forth to they're having this tense, kind in a way respectful of each other's intelligence conversation where they're trying to get information out of each other, juxtaposed with Shaggy and Scooby are hounding Scooby snacks and maybe punching pumpkins, I think, and the the dude they're driving with is talking about Westworld. <laughs> yeah but i'm joking he just named Josh westworld that's weird because he's talking about how
1: um he's trying to explain to his daughter how none of this is real we just fell asleep watching westworld <laughs> yeah
0: um there's a, part, Scar- so a big part of velma's arc in this movie is that she doesn't believe fear is rational right she doesn't believe in the concept of fear which is weird and dumb which is but I insane yeah and scarecrow has this awesome
2: awesome i'm line. gonna put it in here i'll Ms. put Dinkley. it in here. I didn't expect to see you again so soon. So you know who I am now, Dr. Crane. I may be the 53rd most infamous supervillain in the world, but I'm still fairly resourceful. You weren't in Crystal Cove to attack Elvira, were you? What makes you think that? Motive. You don't seem like a crazed fan, and you recently escaped from Arkham Asylum. Why risk your freedom to attack a celebrity at a high-profile event? Need I remind you that I am quite mad? I am also a fan of Elvira. I did write her a fan mail, (laughs) so technically I am both crazed and a fan. (laughs) But you are correct. I had no plans to attack Elvira or to do anything tonight other than watch the Halloween parade. You said we were in a trap together. I thought that maybe you were speaking figuratively, but you weren't. Were you? Tell me. Are you frightened yet? No. <laughs> you said that fear was an irrational reaction. You are incorrect. Fear is ancient, primordial. Fear knows the answer before you do, Ms. Dinkley. So, yes, I was speaking figuratively, but we are also both in a very literal trap, as I'm sure you've surmised based on the nature of this unusually desperate little visit. But dude, who would be out to get the Scarecrow and the Scooby gang? It's true that we do not seem to have anything in common, but logic dictates that there must be a link. Someone went to a great deal of effort to track me down and to lead you to me. Do you think this is all linked to the Jackal Lanterns? The bot?
0: Oh, so goddamn cool. (laughs) Why does no one use him? He said it, he said you said that fear was an irrational reaction. You are incorrect. Fear is ancient. Primordial. Fear knows the answer before you do, Miss Dinkley.
1: <laughs> so cool! Fuck! Man. Man. Maxwell Adams, thank you for that line. God bless. So, it's the pumpkin... It knows the answer before
0: you do. That's so fucking poetic. That's, oh, that's so good. So... This is about the time where Daphne determined or (sighs) Velma determines I'm so scared of the ones we didn't catch Velma determines I have to let Scarecrow go he can only help us outside of this cage. She even does the the uh what the scorpion says to the frog. I won't sting you, right? Yeah,
1: Doctor? yeah, she says said the scorpion to the frog. I'm like, what the fuck is happening this is a scene in a different movie, it right? It does now. not fit in this movie at all. It's really, really good. And what else doesn't fit is that fucking Velma, before she gets in there, pumpkins are now driving an excavator with a buzz saw on the end of it, and it saws into the truck, and Velma takes a police battering shield and and fucking <sighs> Pu- pushes all the pumpkins in it like Captain America pushing tomatoes in a juicer against the buzzsaw. <laughs> and we get this
0: gory then, pumpkin seeds against splattering her face. All over her. Maxwell Adams is a fucking freak for this one. He did pumpkins He's they splatter like blood. He found the loophole. And you know he's loving every minute of there it. There are a bunch of scenes, and we're getting to some of the more gnarly ones, but there's a bunch of scenes where characters will fight pumpkins and be covered in pumpkin guts. And if you take your like, if you take this into Microsoft Paint, take the 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 paint, bu- the paint, bucket tool, and just make it red, then it's just then this movie's rated R, right? It's insane. It's that easy. <laughs> what's, what's also cool is that as the buzzsaw is going through, everyone's freaking out about it. Uh, Scarecrow doesn't flinch once; he doesn't move. No, the entire time. It
1: it's rules. awesome. The the buzzsaw goes into his cell too. He's yeah. not safe.
0: But he doesn't give a shit. Um, And also important is that they, as they're interrogating him, they're just like, and so you're the one who unleashed the jack-o'-lanterns. And he just goes, the what? (laughs) And at that point, Velma's like, oh. Oh, he doesn't know. He lacks the critical information. So it turns out he only showed up to watch... Uh, Elvira literally that was the only thing it seemed like they played this as a joke at first where Velma's like there's no way you showed up just to watch Elvira and he goes maybe I'm a crazy fan I'm mad I'm I'm... in an asylum I would be the definition of a mad fan I sent her a letter earlier and that's it feels like that was played as a joke but no that's totally what happened
1: (laughs) he's just a fan he's literally just just a
0: fan who sent her a crazy note and then went on a terrorist spree for some reason I don't actually know quite why that happened so yeah yeah. So they convince Scarecrow to, to, to join us to fight the greater evil, whatever. And Velma bounces out. Velma leaves in her jetpack chair and starts lasering the shit out of a bunch of pumpkins. Everyone's fighting the pumpkins again. The pumpkins are starting to overwhelm. And then suddenly Scarecrow appears. And because he's not fighting a, a protagonist, he's allowed to be at full power or whatever. And he has a scythe. Yeah. And, and he's doing combos. Get... He's doing Guilty
1: Gear combos. It rules. It's so cool. And there's this um there's this bit where we think that he betrayed them and just left, right? But he shows up at the last second. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Um and then as soon as he gets in the car to leave, he gets pulled out by the big pumpkin. Yeah. He immediately gets eaten as soon as he turns to the side of good.
0: So they're finally able to get a moment's uh, respite from the pumpkins And so they pull over And they determine Okay we gotta stop this Like now This is chaos This is madness And f- And Fred <laughs> and Fred Rips his shirt Apropos of nothing Rips his shirt off He might as well have gone It's time to set a trap I think he does say that actually Yeah And he starts painting his it's body It's trapping in mud. time
1: Yeah he has a Rambo scene He has a Rambo
0: <laughs> scene He's like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator at this point He's just setting traps He's building He, he makes a make tiger a- pit he makes a tire pit. He makes a bow and arrow by bending a stick over his back, and stringing it. It's
1: crazy.
0: It's insane. And then we have the and, gang's and I think, last I, I stand. Da-
1: we get Daphne like kind of going gaga
0: for it. Daphne's into it. She, yeah. <laughs> wait, is this a part where? She's literally eating popcorn as he's expositing about this. Yes, she's
1: just eating popcorn watching it. She just did. We had the whole Rambo sequence where he builds all these traps in the rain uh, by himself, and it cuts to Davin just eating popcorn, had been watching, watching the whole time
0: wearing Elvira's outfit. There's also this weird message we skipped over
1: of anti electric vehicles. Oh, yeah, because. Because Fred's trying to figure out the whole time why his, the mystery machine is superior to this Bill Nye mystery machine. And it turns out that they run out of electricity and they just run out of battery as they're driving. It's like, but this whole thing runs on electricity. It's like, ha, huh, yes, mystery machine's better. Mystery machine would never run out of uh, its fuel source.
0: Mystery machine would never run out of electricity. That's true. There is no electricity in the mystery machine. <laughs> um. So now we get an honest-to-God super gruesome fight scene. Yes. Because the pumpkins have to make it past Fred's array of traps. And many of them don't. Many of them fall and suffer and die. Get it wooden splattered. through their fucking pumpkin skulls. It is gnarly. Again, Maxwell Adams is a freak for this one. This dude knows what's up. For real. And then we get to everyone's everyone starts kung fu fighting.
1: Yeah, we have a whole montage sequence where they're all uh killing pumpkins for a while and then eventually the um big pumpkin shows up. Um and Velma has the it moment where I'm,
0: like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. I'm not afraid. Oh, this must be this after This is battery acid. This must be after she has the conversation with Shaggy and Scooby about her mind palace.
1: Oh, we that's a thing we got to do. That we got that's right
0: before That's, that's I think that's after as Fred, Fred's building the tractor. After right? yes, yeah. So so Shaggy and Scooby start talking about Velma's mind palace. Also, there's a weird point in this movie where Velma's like where Shaggy says something dumb but Velma's like, "Oh, Shaggy, that's genius. I could kiss you." And then he goes, "Oh." Oh,
1: and she goes, "I was joking." A, there's a weird realistic beat where Shaggy's like, "Oh." <laughs> Like, jeez, that escalated fast was like the
0: actual <laughs> <laughs> So so they're like... talk so they're talking to Valvelma's mind palace. They say mind palace six times. Every new sentence yeah. every sentence one of them says has mind palace in it.
2: If I can just get a few quiet minutes in my mind palace. If Scoob and I were in your mind palace Mind Palace Mind Palace Mind Palace
0: <laughs> And Shaggy and Scooby Ravalma says, I wish I could bring you two into my mind palace so that I could show you around my mind palace and we could explore my mind palace together. And Shaggy and Scooby Shaggy. goes, like, we could totally all go to the mind palace, dude. And he holds up a fucking joint.
1: <laughs> so he, he pulls out Scooby Snacks and they go, on like waste, a na- they, they go on like a Native American ayahuasca mind journey or whatever. They all eat it Scooby called?
0: Snacks together and I, these are fucking... These are weed butter Scooby snacks. There's no way, no shot. And, s-
1: it's, and it's something stronger than weed. Uh, Velma, LSD. Yeah, Velma goes into her mind palace. palace. Trade palace, mind palace. And she's uh, in the mystery machine in space. And uh, it is revealed that Shaggy and Scooby are there with her. Um, and then she just kind of figures it out. And then that's held until they
0: finish off the pumpkins and she determines okay i'm gonna leave out a lot of details because some of them are just stupid And she determines okay these pumpkins are piloted by drones and this big pumpkin is just a big fucking robot and i don't remember how she stops it but she manages to stop it somehow they open up the pumpkin
1: and they and they find out that all the people who have been captured are just who have been eaten by the pumpkins are just in the big pumpkin And there's uh, a compartment up top where she says someone has been piling it the whole time. She opens it and they're not there. And then out pops a hologram of the real culprit. A bald man.
0: A bald man. And everyone's like, who the fuck fuck is this guy? I thought it was Lex Luthor for like a hot second. You're insane. I know. Uh, Shut up. You thought it was Poison Ivy for a minute. No, I that was earlier. And? that wasn't when I saw the face. Well, no, but I mean, like we're all throwing out wacky theories. Uh, no one, we we okay. didn't know who it could okay. be. I thought be you like. meant you saw
1: this bald man, and you said, "Oh, you that's had sideburns." Language. No, and then you said that's Lex Luthor because he was bald, even though he had uh uh side hair, bro. Come on,
0: bro. Don't Lex, s- Lex Luthor is smooth like a baby's ass, bro. Side hair is just for cowards. They're like handlebar. They're, like, they're like they're like they're like hate handles. So sh- so the sheriff puts on a sheriff hat because it was the sheriff. Whoa. And then the sheriff monologues and- about how for the last batch of movies, <laughs> we get flashbacks to Curse of the 13th Ghost to Return to Zombie Island.
1: Remember when we said it was weird that he just shows up at the end for no reason? There was a reason he was actually actively following them to get them to stop solving mysteries.
0: and you know what's super fucked up he 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 says that, so, oh Jesus Christ. So this sheriff is actually uh this um this, this villain, rich dude they, named Cutler toe. Yes, who was the villain? Of a previous mystery that the gang that they captured. mentioned
1: before in this movie, yeah, they mentioned it before. They captured a creature <laughs> that's near and dear to my heart, oh, God, called the the uh, what was it even the Scranton garbage man, something like that. It was the Scranton, it's the Scranton
0: trash monster or something. And what's messed we- up is that we have these flashbacks to the movies that happened. This Scranton garbage monster is not in one of those movies. This is no, an off-screen they, thing. This isn't... This isn't
1: but just, it was talked about at the beginning of the movie. This is, like, unique to this movie. They it's, start. Talking it's brought about up in this like movie, this.
0: but it's that weird thing where it, like, introduces a new concept in this movie and then pretends that it was the concept for all of them. And it's, I guess... Well, no, they I, I just know, knew it, the
1: sheriff was going to be the villain, but they let, like, well, we'll let the third guy worry about how he makes him the villain. <laughs> ah,
0: the Star Wars problem. I see.
1: Yes, exactly. We'll let
0: the, the writer of the last movie figure it out. <laughs> that worked out for everyone. So, so the, the, the sheriff's a hologram. And yeah, the sheriff just wanted revenge. He spent millions and min- millions and millions of dollars on drone tech in order to get the, his mines under the town
1: back and millions and millions of dollars on and not even exaggerating he says i spent another million dollars on glow sticks to fake toxic waste oh in a fuck truck.
0: that's right i forgot and it cuts to i'm not even kidding i am not even joking it cuts to a scene of him cracking open glow stick after glow stick pouring it into a giant truck it's it's hilarious and so- uh so he's a hologram here because he's already escaped. He's already gotten. Like, people are you can't you aren't getting away with this. And he goes, "I'm already away with it."
1: Yes, uh, I'm driving in a cornfield where nothing can hurt me, and then a shadow of the scarecrow uh, reveals itself on his car.
0: <laughs> it also is shown that Velma was uh, dragging him along because Velma goes, "Hey Bill, hey hey Bill Nye, my good friend Bill Nye the Science Guy, have we had him on the phone long enough?" And Bill Nye goes, "I've triangulated his position. He's on Highway 13." And then the police and stole go and Oh, this crypto. <laughs> and the police go and hunt him down. But when the police get there, he's gone. He's just gone. And the implications okay. of not being captured by
1: the police, but being captured by Scarecrow, whom you've wronged and framed. For a crime is vastly
0: worse than getting <laughs> yeah. captured by the police. That's like really fucked up that that's how the movie ends. It's, it's, it might be disproportionate to the crime. To be fair, he, he
1: destroyed the town. He, he destroy destroyed an
0: town. entire town because he was
1: mining the crystal cave crystals underneath, which are Bill Nye's six favorite crystals.
0: And now Scarecrow is going to destroy his mind. And probably just straight up murder him because Scarecrow murders people. Oh, not non colorful, happy go lucky Scooby Doo. No, not
1: a happy go lucky family friendly James Gunn DC universe. Oh
0: Jesus, that's oh <laughs> that's have oh. you seen that's what
1: people are saying that that James Gunn is a family friendly movie maker.
0: Bro, if I was thinking about ending it all today, if I was like thinking a real thought of maybe life's not worth living. And then I went online and I got to see Snyder cult dorks, cope, seethe, mauled, and cry. That would have given me another five years on my life, dude. (laughs) It is so refreshing. It's so nice to see. you love to see it. And uh, so now, and I wish I could say that's where the movie ended, but we have an extra scene for some fucking reason where everyone's heel-toeing down the road and they stumble across a party.
1: Oh yeah, because all their cars are destroyed. Every car had been destroyed in the wacky race, so they're walking home, yeah. and they find, I guess, the nearby town to their town, which has been destroyed. Yeah. Um, and there's a guy throwing a Halloween party,
0: and and he's like, "Hey, you want?" And there's this weird back and forth where, "Hey, you guys want to come to this Halloween party?" And there's like, "Oh no, we don't have costumes." He goes, "It's not a costume required thing; it's just a party." And they go, "Oh, but just, we're not, and we don't have invitation." And he goes, "No, there's anyone else? Don't, there's an invitation? We're like, we're high school. They're just
1: really driving the nail, and this is a Mary Sue moment."
0: <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> hardcore. Literally he even goes and look over there we have uh like an infinite amount of of sandwiches and a cheese fountain and cookies and what the fuck was it? Uncle Ed's wings? Uncle Yeah, yeah, it was it was that. And and, and, and there's just a guy there holding wings. And Daphne is so um what's the word I could use here? She's so hyper fixated on the fact that she doesn't have a perfect costume. She's like 95% of the way to Elvira and goes, oh, all I need is your wig. And, and then she's like, this and might be then, the weirdest scene in the movie.
1: Well, Fred said, well, Velma's like, have you just been trying to uh, uh, take her costume slowly over the whole night? So you'd have a costume for a Halloween party? And Naphie's like, no. And Fred is like, were you trying to steal her identity again? And he's <laughs> like, what the fuck mm. and then and then shag is like yeah she's done this before we, we 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 solved three mysteries in a row with phyllis diller before we realized she was doing it who's Verbatim that what, i know it's so psychotic and 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 daphne's <laughs> bashful about it it's like what the shit daphne's what real the sh- she's actually a criminal it. she's an actual actual psychopath criminal <laughs>
0: Daphne's writing in this movie is cracked, bro. Doesn't make a goddamn. Make uh, sense.
1: I'm gonna make her. Uh, sh- I'm gonna make the most boring character the most interesting character by making by her hooker by crook. Same.
0: By hooker by crook. And and so she goes, "Hey Elvira, hey Elvira, can I borrow your wig?" And Elvira goes, "No, nah, this ain't a wig." <laughs> 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 a <Elfira> goes. It's <laughs> <ain't> a wig. <laughs> this is she a monkey. Is
1: and the wig goes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a really. And she gives. She gives <laughs> Daphne Velma. And then there's a really weirdly long scene. Dialogue where she goes, You have to feed it at these times. Feed it not every couple of hours, give it some nuts, some honey, just shove it up in your hair.
0: You could can, can give it roaches,
1: but roaches are a sometimes food.
0: <laughs> it's so like Elvira, I'm it up.
1: And Elvira walks home bald, is the end of the movie. No,
0: she doesn't walk home bald. She walks to the next scene. Which is a transition to her show, still bald, still in Daphne's dress. It says and that's the story of the fourth weirdest Halloween I've ever been a part of. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then credits roll.
1: That was fucking insane. That was that was pretty insane. Maxwell Adams. Can you can you come hang out with us and explain yourself?
0: It's a fucking, this dude's a psychopath, man. It's
1: it's, it's so the whiplash <laughs> of like quality to cringe from quality to cringe. It's crazy, man. It's it's You know what really frustrates me is like people are out there not watching these movies because they assume Scooby-Doo hasn't
0: changed. That it's all the same shit. And then these movies exist. And they cannot be further from the truth. There is that one tweet that I think we retweeted on the Saturday morning cartoon podcast Twitter at SMCP underscore show of (gasps) someone posting a picture from Scooby-Doo Zombie Island of Scooby getting saluted by a Confederate general. And they said, man, this is the craziest scene to happen in animation. And we retweeted, you have no fucking idea. Oh, my
1: God. And there's a, okay so there's weirdly I I looked into it there's weirdly a lot of lore to that specific civil war general montague <laughs> in Scooby-Doo in like several se- like series. Jesus Christ.
0: He's recurring? I think so. Oh, that's weird. And and the, I guess the last little tie in thought experiment i had was especially 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 during the velma and dr crane interrogation scene i think i literally pointed at the screen and went this is what the velma standalone should should be velma going against the genius villains of the batman universe or warner or whatever would be kino Bad rule and we're super uh, not getting that not mad
1: It'd be cool to have Velma be uh, the crime solver, like actually, and have it be like an actual mystery show.
0: I'm, I'm gonna watch Except that. I'm gonna watch that HBO show, and I'm gonna be the sourest puss of all man. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mugging yeah, gonna my be TV.
1: Complete, you're gonna be the complete bag puss. I'm gonna
0: be mugging my TV. Bag puss wishes he could be as much of a bag ol puss as me. Hey Jesse. Yeah. Where can they find us? You find us trick-or-treating. At your door. Right now, as the bell rings, give us the big chocolate or we will TP and egg your house. You like popcorn?
1: You like scary movies? Isn't that creeping you out? We know that you're cooking popcorn and and you're home alone from your your parents. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Come to the door. I... uh, Shane. Your auto-lock won't work. Yeah,
0: come on, Shane.
1: I've seen the first few, few minutes of Scream. I know what happens.
0: <laughs> if you want to follow us, you could do so at the aforementioned SMCP on the show, show If you want to follow us individually, you could do so at Simon Comics or at Jake or you know. Also, check out our pet show, On Air Buds, at On Air Buds, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen to more episodes of this show wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to like, comment, give us five stars, share, tell your friends. Halloween is coming and going, and I pray for all of you. You don't get no candy corn.
1: God bless us. Everyone. Ooh. Okay.